Welcome back to On the Horizon podcast, hosted by Jesse Sage and Melrose Michaels. First, thank you so much for becoming a premium subscriber and supporting our podcast. This is getting you extra exclusive, unheard, and unseen footage from each interview that we have on the horizon. Dr. Olivia Snow is a dominatrix, writer, and professor, and she's currently studying the surveillance of in-person sex workers by big tech and the violence of financial and social deplatforming. Oh, the other weird thing um, is, so like I, Mr. Snow, I'm just Snow. I was just Snow. And then I realized that civilians aren't really comfortable with calling me Mistress Mistress Snow, Snow or just Snow. So yeah. like coming up with a second fake name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Last. yeah. So I came up with like a different first name because Snow allegedly is not um, a normal name. But yeah. Uh, yeah so Blunt had to you do know. that too. Mistress Pardon? Blunt did that. Mistress oh, Blunt yeah, had yeah, the yeah, same yeah. problem. And so she just put in Danielle because, and then, but nobody uses that name because it's like just a name because people wanted a first and last yeah. name. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm Olivia and the only people who call me Olivia are like, weirdos who work in government (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even notice that you did that but I think that's really interesting because it's an interesting thing to think about is that when we come up with our like sex work persona names that it is a good idea to come up with like a first and something that looks like a first and last name I had that problem with because my when I first changed my name stage name to Melrose because originally I was Chastity Merlot Merlot spelled wrong because I'm an idiot Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that story oh god I I wasn't old enough to drink when I picked that last name I thought you meant like the poet oh no 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wow you're making me no no definitely not um but no it's melrose and then when i do like red carpets at expos or things like mm-hmm. that they're like what's your first and last name like melrose like but your your last name like mel rose melrose <laughs> like, it'll be that and then yeah. they weren't into that and that wasn't good good for seo so i ended up adding yeah. michael's but yeah that was a whole thing too and i think a lot, a lot goes into a name and not just yeah. in how it affects press and how your fans are like civilians interact with you mm-hmm. but also just your branding like it's a whole thing right well and i didn't realize like when i was doming irl i would just like i would just change my name if i felt like it like i yeah. who cares um yeah. i yeah i was like strictly in person i didn't like advertise really um and then you know i wasn't expecting to go viral but then that yeah happen with the name I happened to land on that like yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I guess I'm snow forever. No. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will never melt. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, we were having this discussion also like a lot of sex workers are when they get into this industry, they're not un- I guess understanding or aware of how they're going to have to balance these personas in general of like real life persona mm-hmm. with your real life job and real life things you do and then your sex work persona. So I was wondering if you could speak to that a little bit as well. Um well I mean I so I don't really separate my two however many personas I have at this mm-hmm. point. Um but you know obviously I've I've definitely caught myself at because I, I adjunct, I still teach, uh, caught myself at work, especially like when I would be doming until like two, three in the morning and then teaching at eight in the morning, <laughs> like oh, after wow, that, yeah. um, where I'd like start to get a little snippy and like 
like <laughs> snow would come out and I'd be like, no, 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 no. Uh, like, stop it. And it's not necessarily sexual. Yeah, you're like, I'm a teacher. I'm supposed to be like welcoming. <laughs> and I mean, like, turning your papers. Today. Like, I remember one day they were starting to get ready to leave like five minutes early. So I turned around and was like, did I tell you you could leave? <laughs> No, ma'am. <laughs> I was like, shit, stop it, stop it. Uh, and it is, so, it's just like these slight, like, yeah. you know, changes yeah. in tone. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I like, I get, because I, domination isn't, or at least like, I don't know, pre pandemic, I don't even fucking know now, but uh, <laughs> like, I, don't have sex with clients um mm-hmm. so i and i'm not particularly nice to them so okay. <laughs> um so it, i don't need to worry about you know inadvertently uh doing something that they might interpret as flirting yeah mm-hmm. um which you know is a privilege <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean i don't know i feel ha- have y'all had, had trouble separating the two because i feel like um like it's pretty natural for the most part maybe like code switching even oh yeah no i i don't know i think you were asking more about like if you're trying to keep like a career going under like your oh, name oh, and, oh, yeah. oh oh okay in that case yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i um oh yeah we were talking about this earlier i'm so i'm really selective with the information that i share mm-hmm. um publicly and a lot of it is stuff that you know no no one would really think like well why wouldn't you like who cares um you know i've noted that noticed this with like with a twitter terms of service they're like doxing um they have like specific bullet points um when they explain their policy to say like this is what we do not consider doxing and it's like full name um they don't consider full name doxing Mm -mm. i didn't know that wow in our world that is doxing yeah exactly yeah Oh yeah, no. There's there's been like multiple debates about how like it's not it's not doxing. It's just unmasking an anonymous like it's fucking. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, similar to the debates about like doxing those like bored ape yacht club dudes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Except yeah, we obviously stakes are different, but um birth date isn't considered doxing. Um, location as like city is not considered doxing. Wow. Um, employer is not considered doxing. Employer? Uh, yeah. Wow. So like I've had people be like, Mr. Snow, AKA my real name. And then like tag my employers who conveniently don't give a shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like horrifying. Um, yeah. Jeez. But you know, with those things in mind, I'll, like, I mean, also as, as a trained researcher, I can find pretty much any bit of information on the internet (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I try to like reverse engineer like okay if I'm stalking me if I take my birth date my birthplace my like and all this would that lead to my come here would that you know lead to my get it get out it Mm -hmm. I even um you know I would like stagger when I wrote about the weather even um so that people wouldn't Mm -hmm. be able to find my city which apparently i didn't do well enough because i got an email in 2020 that was like i checked the weather patterns on your twitter account versus that in your city who has that kind of time i never understand people who do things like that i uh, 
Like, why? What? <laughs> why and do I they mean, do that? I'll find, you know, like, we've all gone down our creepy rabbit holes. But, like, yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. keep it to yourself. Because yeah. <laughs> you're, you're ashamed, like an yeah. adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is the shame? Yeah. Right? Like, when like, we do that, like, we're like, oh, thank you. I'm so glad that you were able to. No, it makes us, like, disgusted. Yeah, <laughs> like, or, yeah, right. mistress, I found your bra size. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, keeping like just changing little details, um, which isn't, you know, I don't think of it as like lying, but you know, to yeah. protect ourselves. So like right. my PhD yeah. is just in the humanities. Um yeah. Yeah, or like I think I'll I'll say I mean because I've been docked so many times I'm kind of like less on top of it yeah. now because I'm like who gives a shit? But, yeah, um, learn I'm, from I've my gotten mistakes. to that point too, not because of doxing, but just because like the longer that you're in this, the more that you write, the more press interviews you do. At this point, I'm just like you're giving I don't information. Know. You people know who I am. Crimes, like, yeah. it's, uh, what it, am I gonna it, do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- I mean, the only thing I'm worried about would be like my students finding out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's totally yeah. fair. And I think that like part of my like backing off of being very concerned about that is in part that like I've kind of given up all of the non-sex work career trajectories that I had so like at this point I'm just like this is what I do like yeah (laughs) I don't know there's nothing but when I I used to also teach and when I taught I I was more careful about stuff like that and yeah so I think like one of the things that I'm thinking about as you're saying that is that I think it like how careful you are also depends on like what else is at stake What's for you. Next? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Or what you want to do next. Yeah. Cause most people aren't career sex workers. No. Yeah. They're like dabblers. <laughs> they're, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, and I kind of th- thought of myself as a, as a dabbler until now here we are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you did think of yourself as a dabbler? Well, you know, as a like for a while. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ, Lucy. As like, you know, I do this when I have to, but it's not right. my primary identity. Yeah. Um yeah, but you know. I also after like I mean, some of the work I've been doing like on sex work and sex mm-hmm. workers, the idea of like going back to the university and thinking about like some fucking novel that no one reads. Mm-hmm. and being like this is important work like no it's not it's it's not like i can't yeah. <laughs> like, it just isn't right mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so um yeah it no, is I'm, interesting once like you get more embedded in these com- communities like how how that changes your perspective on other things that's what yeah. i was gonna ask like do you consider yourself a career sex worker now you have you obviously i feel like kind of i mean yeah you know i've yeah. like shifted my focus to so I mean, at my my research pre pre snow back when I was Oksana, um, <laughs> is uh, was already on labor and capitalism, so okay. you know mm-hmm, mapped yeah. on really easy. But yeah. you know, um, also like the community is so much a tighter and b smarter than, for example, academia. Like some of the dumbest <laughs> motherfuckers I've met in my life have PhDs. Um, like, they, oh, I can't. But like, you actually have to be resilient and yeah. strategic, and right. yeah, like know what you're doing as a sex worker because the, the stakes are so much higher. Right, yeah. right. And then mm-hmm. it's interesting too the mention of like labor and capitalism because we've had those conversations a lot in this season and the first yeah. season especially. Do you think that I, I guess? when dealing with the media in this way or media correspondence in this way that the people you're talking to understand the labor and capitalism and all the things that go into what gets us here? Or do you think they're coming from a lack of education when they're asking you the questions they're asking you? Well, so 
the latter, I think. And mm-hmm. I tend to make a point to be like, okay, when we say sex work is work, that's not like, it's a real job. Sex work is valid. Mm-hmm. Like what it means is about worker solidarity and like yeah, right, labor right. protections. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I've also tried to to emphasize that like a dungeon shift is like any other work shift. Right. Yeah. Like, is it, like you clock in, you have to be on time. Um, you know, like, mm, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like certain, you know, precautions you have to follow. There's, you know, politics within the other girls working, um, mm-hmm. just like there is uh, in like fast food. Um, right. And I find that that yeah, that does tend to get lost on people. Mm-hmm. You know, people like, I guess it's kind of like the Madonna whore complex for whores, where yeah. they, <laughs> they think we're either mm-hmm. like, super high end escorts who fly to Tokyo from Paris to like, yeah, right, right, do right. 10 bajillion dollar sessions. Um, or we're like working on the street. Right, right. And I'm like, no, we're working probably like in a warehouse next to an office building. That looks normal. Yeah. Kathy Reisenwitz is a writer and OnlyFans creator with bylines in TechCrunch, This Week, Vice, The Daily Beast, and more. Her newsletter is Sex and the State, and you can find it at kathyreisenwitz.substack.com. There's a painful process that takes place where you do lose, where some doors do close and you do lose some friends and you do lose some, uh, hopefully not close family members, but you know, like things, uh, it's sex work is hard for families. Um, and I think, um, when you can, when you move through that process, you end up on the other side, like in a world of, support of support (laughs) you know and that doesn't mean that it's easy to do that but what it means is that when you come out on the other end of that process you have a world you know not that you built because you don't build your world on your own but like that is um that is yours yeah (laughs) that you can be yourself in and I feel like that's an amazing um when you get to that point that's an amazing place to be yeah well and I think it's a it's a start as soon as you can Mm -hmm. because I didn't lose a single friend mm-hmm. and I've, I've never really noticed myself losing friends as a result of what I've said, because I'm fucking loud, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like everyone who knew me before I started an OnlyFans knew that was within their own possibility and knew yeah. that uh, I supported sex workers and, and mm-hmm. most of them knew that I had done sex work before. And so it's like, Oh, Kathy's being Kathy, you know, she's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. doing her, she's going to do her. And so, you know, if you've got a lot of people in your life who would leave because you are yourself, start, start being yourself, get them out, get the new ones in. Um, Yeah. So um, what would you suggest for like younger people coming in? Or I have two questions that I want to ask you. And I guess I could think about what, what order to put them on. The first one was going to be, what do you suggest um, when um, not necessarily creating your own content, but like talking to people in the media about sex work? And then I also was wondering like what advice you would give to young people who are like starting out either uh, like doing press, doing press. Yeah. That's a good question. I think what I do is, I just try to figure out what is the message that I want to convey yeah. and then 
do everything I can to uh, answer the questions in such a way that I get the message out. Mm-hmm. And at, after that, it's out of your hands. You know, the editors are editors, and and they may not mm-hmm. take your message, but you you can do a lot to to be prepared to know what you want to say and to to say it even if they don't ask the right question, um, and uh, to be available um, and. <sighs> To be loud, you know, wh- whatever platform you have, even if it's just a Twitter or an Instagram account, like put your message out there, establish yourself as someone who has something to say. Um, and, uh, you know, reporters are, are looking for you to be interesting first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, to be helpful, to have something that's, that's useful to say. And so, that's 90, that's 99% of it is, you know, be interesting and be useful. Um, and and three (laughs) is be available. And then after that, it's just like, be concise, um, back up your points with data, um, be willing to tell stories. I think Mm -hmm. that one thing that people really miss is that people don't connect with facts, they connect with with people, and they don't connect through data points, they connect through stories. And so the more you can be yourself and tell stories, uh, the more people get are able to follow you and they get in, invested in what you're saying. And so that would be my biggest advice um, is to to couch it in in narrative as much as possible, but then also be able to you know make sure you can back it up and it's not just anecdotes. Right, right. Yeah. Is there any precautions you'd give? I would just be aware that you have very little control over what happens after the interview. And so, mm-hmm. uh, stay on message. And, um, I would also say, and this is true of, of media of any kind, social media, journalism, mm-hmm. that you, any, uh, any, pretty much any amount of attention will come with negative attention as well. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you need Absolutely. to be emotionally and physically prepared for that reality. Um, it's unfortunate. It sucks. I wish it weren't the case, but it, it's just the reality of the situation. And so if you're not at a place where you can handle people telling you to off yourself, um, you know, you may not want to step into that arena um, mm-hmm. because it comes with the territory and, and being misquoted and being misunderstood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that all is just part of, part of the deal. But um, to me, if you have something to say that you need to say, at least, I have something to say that I need to say. It's worth it to me yeah. to be misunderstood, to be misquoted, and to get hate. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have something to say that's worth that to you, maybe mm-hmm. maybe get another hobby. Um, maybe do something yeah. else. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think that's really good advice because I I think you know all of us. Um, could say like you can't you can't be a visible person without getting a lot of that yeah a lot of that hate and some of it can be really bad yeah <laughs> um and that there was a tweet that remember I, I don't know we were talking about something and you had tweeted about and it got an odd amount of comments they they took it in a different direction than it was intended because we were talking about something I was uh, like, I'm like, this happens so often. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> there, I, I don't remember what was said precisely, yeah. but the take on it in the comments was like, revenge porn is never okay. We're like, we're not saying that. We're saying oh, that you're going to yeah. get screenshotted and oh, shared yeah, all yeah. over the internet. Like yeah. you can't help it. It comes with the territory. It really yeah, does. Right. And the take that 
sex work Twitter came back with, I, I was very surprised by it. Cause yeah. like, but I knew the conversation that was being had too. Yeah. So I had more context. Right. But it was like, revenge porn's ever okay. Like, well, we, we know that. Like, we agree. I'm not talking yeah. about that. <laughs> we yeah. totally agree. Yeah. But it just, you're going to get, you know, posted on forums and you're going to get pirated. And that that's part yeah. of being on the internet, you know? Right, right. Which isn't to say like, yes, we endorse all of that. No. But it is to say like, there's a certain reality to that, <laughs> yeah. that you have to be prepared for. Yeah. And, and your best advice, I think, is to be as unambiguous as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two, that the demand for extremely 101 content vastly exceeds supply, that you will mm-hmm. always find academics talking about the intricacies of uh, sex work and what it means, the economics of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll find studies on, you know, how sex work, uh, lead, you know, decriminalization impacts SDI rates, but that really basic content of like, what does it mean to decriminalize versus legalize? Um, you know, how, how to get started, like Mm -hmm. that really basic stuff. Once people are advanced enough to, to make one-on-one content, they don't want to anymore. And so the more you can break it down for a a general audience and be unambiguous in your statements, the more good you're going to do and the better a time you're going to have. And no matter mm-hmm. how one one you are and how unambiguous you think you're being, someone's still going <laughs> to misinterpret it and harass you about it. We hope you enjoyed this bonus footage from this episode of On the Horizon, and we look forward to having you tune in next time.